It's time to say peace. Hashtag sana sa 2022 may face-to-face na. What's up, advocates? It's Ali. And Liam with you today. And we welcome you guys to another episode of the Say Peace podcast, wherein together we build a better world through dialogue. As we now move on to our third episode, we will be discussing matters concerning our current mode of learning, specifically how it impacts the graduating class. That's right, Liam. In today's episode, we're going to talk all about the outlook for pandemic-era college seniors. But first, let's hear from our partners and sponsors. This is brought to you by Junior Philippine Economics Society in partnership with Rotaract Club of USD, University of San Carlos Pathways, and Developer Student Club, University of San Carlos. To start with, I think, Liam, it's very important for us to discuss the matters about the Philippine educational system having to transition from the conventional face-to-face classes to a whole new mode of learning which is now the online setup. Since considering the surge of COVID-19 cases and the escalation of this pandemic and the COVID-19 patients. That is right, Ali. But you know, Ali, aside from that, I'm also looking forward to getting insights about the impact of our current setup from a graduating student. Also, curious din talaga ako on what they have to say about the serious challenges that they face or are currently facing. That is right, Liam. But we must not forget that we should also take into consideration the future of graduating students now that we are a in a pandemic. That is right. And to discuss the further the topic at hand, we have an esteemed guest who will be joining our discussion today. Our first guest will be putting us in the shoes of someone who is graduation really soon. She is the current president of the Junior Philippine Economic Society for the term 2021 and the fourth year student majoring in business economics from the USD College of Commerce. We now welcome, we have Nika Vitriolo. Good afternoon po, Ate Nika. We're so glad to have you on our show po. Thank you for saying yes, despite your busy schedule. Uh, but can you share naman to us what keeps you busy these days? How are you? I'm fine naman so far. Um, siguro recently, as a graduating student, number one yung thesis, tapos internship, tsaka orgs. We are all BS orgs here, diba? <laughs> Yeah, and that's interesting and I can totally relate because I also have a lot of things coming up left and right. But as they say, laban. And since we're into this topic already, let's dive into your college experience. For the record, take us a few years back. Why USD? How did you get into USD, Paul? Actually, parang nung senior high ako, I took two entrance exams lang, UP and USD. And then I see USD naman as a good school then. And when I took those that I got in naman to my um, course that I wanted. So yeah, USD na ako. Since you got into your first choice po, um, what did you really envision your career to be like before college? Oh my God, before college. Parang 
No, wala pa. Actually, hindi ko pa na-envision yung orgs before. Because before, I really wanted to be a student athlete. Because I'm a taekwondo athlete as well. But uncertainties happen. I wasn't able to go to try out. So, sabi ko sa sarili ko, ano gagawin ko sa college, ganyan. And then, I've seen organizations tung R101. Yeah, and yun, nung first year ako, I tried joining orgs. And luckily naman, I've experienced the org cultures. I've experienced um, a lot of experiences that cannot be thought inside of the four corners of your classrooms. I guess you guys can agree naman. And then, afterwards, yun na, that's the time that I passionately joined two different organizations that could really, you know, help me grow as a person and, you know, be the leader that you wanted to be when you were younger. I'm gonna. You know, I can totally relate because I was also a student athlete for entering USD. I was into volleyball. How about you, Ali? Do you have sports as well? I am also a student athlete like Atenika. And you also, Liam, is a student athlete as well. And so I can very much relate to that. Yes. And um, so I love hearing your experience for Atinika and of getting into organizations. Um, could you take us further back? Like, what are your fondest memories being in the university, Paul? Like, what are the events that you look forward to? Um, for me, Paul, it was the Paskuhan and Org Fairs at the start of the school year. So how about you, Paul? Actually, number one din yung UST Paskuhan noon. But I remember when I was part of this organization, joining orgs talaga really is one of the best thing that ever happened to me in college. So siguro yun, joining orgs and siguro roaming around UST with your friends. Yung mga random, yes. <laughs> random lunch, random dinner, ganyan. Yes. Yes. I'm so jealous hearing your unique Flamashan experience ate. But you know, as we all know, 2020, turn things upside down for all of us. None of us expected that we would be fully shifting to an online setup. Um, Ate, what are your initial thoughts during the onset of the pandemic? Because, you know, during the onset of the pandemic, I was thinking that it was only a temporary class suspension in Manila. Actually, same. Because there are pending na events before. Tapos sabi nila, sabi ni mga DPs ko before, then let's proceed to initiatives na ganyan. Tapos ayun na, na-delay, na-delay nang na-delay, up until, of course, we have to really settle on this kind of setup. Ayun, medyo sad and nakaka-demotivate talaga. But if you were really passionate and if you were really determined, you know, with being an org leader or not just an org leader, but also the type of leader that you envision to be, I guess, um, yun talaga yung pinakali na look forward mo despite uncertainties. Yeah, we totally understand that, Ate Nika. Now, moving forward, after finishing school year 2019 to 2020 online, things did not go better and so we're forced to study in our homes with this whole online setup. What were your challenges that you faced that made you think is this really like a good thing for you or you just really have to be adaptive? Siguro luckily na lang when pandemic started around April yata. As in yung talagang permanent na siya na sinabi okay we will have our school year done online. Parang ganun. Siguro that time without an org initiative, I guess. Parang we had this initiative before that I have to work with different people from different universities, ganun. Before, parang gusto ko nang mag-resign eh. I mean, that's true. I, I wanted to resign kasi what's the point of being part of an organization kung online lang naman? I mean, what's something na beneficial to you? But then, you know, when I had that opportunity to work with 
different people from different university, especially in JPS. Parang that's the time na oh, there's something pala that I have to look forward pa. There's hope pa pala with this setup. So yun, I just you know I just continued and I really plan for things. Not just me naman, but also my co-officers kanyan na. What are the initiatives that are fit online? Parang yun talaga yung pinaka-inaay namin na okay, let's do something. Um, let's think of an activity na lahat ng people may engage Parang ganun. Yeah, so um, since po, there has been a shift, like how did you handle conducting events online? Since pre-pandemic, we we don't know about Zoom or Google Meet. We're all into convening, let's say, at the Med Audi or in the different auditoriums in UST. So, paano po yung nag-adjustment nyo? Oh, actually, no una kasi, you're not really sure if alam mo yun, if yung tao ba or the students itself or the participants itself, you're not sure if they will be participating. You're not sure if magjo-join sila sa initiatives mo. So we thought of something that is really in line with the COVID pandemic setup right now. Like a lot of people are demotivated, a lot of students are demotivated, de ba? So we thought of something na why not let's think of a topic that could really inspire student na oh okay I'm demotivated so what now? Maparing ganon that can really help the students or that can really help the participants na oh there's hope pa pala to make them realize na they can still grow even on a virtual setup. Maparing yeah. ganong initiatives. Yeah, we would very much relate to it. But now Atenika. Um, considering that you're also student leaders, but of course, you're students first, how can you describe your time management when it comes to, you know, doing your thesis? Like, let's say, you mentioned earlier that, yeah, your internship and, of course, org life. How are you able to manage that? Yeah, must be hard. Oh, actually, it's really number one. Eh. You have to set your priorities straight. As in, if you have ahads for today, if you have um, an activity for today, ganyan. Parang if you can, if kaya naman siya unahin, unahin mo siya, parang ganyan. Like my internship, my internship starts at 8.30, it ends ng 5.30. So, I already told my co-officers ganyan na, guys, I'm free 5.30 onwards, parang ganyan. So, ayun, they understand naman. Kasi lahat naman, we all can relate. Especially sa mga graduating students, now we all have internships. So afterwards, you can do org na ganyan, you can do thesis meeting ganyan. So really, the priorities as well. Priority ka rin yung thesis sobra kaya after internship, ayun, I talk to my groupmates as well. It must be hard. So ano po yung motivations niyo to keep going? Like where do you draw strength from? I don't know if I can say this, pero I wanted to be the type of a leader na hindi ko nakikita sa system natin ngayon. You can see how our government acts toward the COVID pandemic setup right now. So, parang naiisip ko siya na if tuloy-tuloy na ganun yung setup ng government, where's growth? Where's development? Ganun, di ba? So, I guess as an econ student, I wanted to contribute as well. Broad siya pakinggan. Broad siya pakinggan na, yeah. oh my God, contribute. Ang laki-laki ng Pilipinas. So, saan ako lulugar? Parang <laughs> ganun. But, if you will look at it detailed by detailed, or if you will go step by step, 
you have an impact naman. I mean, each and every one of us have impact ganyan. So, I really wanted that someday you know, I can contribute to our country, not just to the country, but also to my fellow students, ganyan, to my fellow org mates, to my homeland, homeland country. Yes, yes, I completely agree. So, Atenika, what did you feel like when you shifted from having the regular or the traditional face-to-face classes into shifting to the new online setup now and then would you say that it shaped you the woman that you are today and what do you feel towards this kind of setup now that you're a 40-year student already? So I feel bad because you know that to be honest, nakakainggit yung mga Samashans na graduate like earlier than us. Nakakainggit yung the experience, um the experience graduating sa QPAV, ganyan, the experience having hangouts before graduation, yung mga ganyan, yung mga org hangout or or get together something like that. I mean, it's sad, pero alam mo yun, we have to really keep going. And parang I just take it positively na okay, sige, pandemic tayo right now. So I'll just take this time to really do something that could really make me grow mga ganong bagay or think of initiatives online na pwede mong gawin that could make not just you but also your fellow or mates ganyan that could make them grow as well Fingers crossed para sa ating current and future batches. And I also want to experience what you have been raving about, Ate, since I only practically had a year to be on campus and explore Espanya, Noval, Dapitan, and Lacson. And now let's move on to our next segment, focusing on you becoming a fourth-year student. And now, Ate, can you share us something that you think is your perspective towards the future of the graduating batch and you know your thoughts also and having that specific mindset that there's a 50% chance of graduating face to face or there's also a 50% chance of graduating online so can you share your thoughts about it siguro right now kasi again still see news or I can still listen to the news na parang in DepEd, they're slowly getting back to physical classes. I'm not sure if may nagbago dun. Pero, I'm still hoping na sana naman sa college, ganyan. Pero, the way I gauge it now, siguro, may chance pa naman if given the opportunity. Yeah. Pero kasi some universities, they, they, they have their graduation like physical distancing eh. Parang one yeah. seat apart. Parang ganyan, yeah. diba? So, I guess, We can still push through naman with that. It depends to UST kung ano yung decision nila. Pero I really hope that we still have the chance to graduate physically. Kasi sayang naman, di ba? It's just one in a lifetime experience. Kasi pag tas mga wala pa, parang ganun. Yeah, I, I could totally relate because uh, um, I also virtually graduated online. But now that you said that you're about to exit the portals of the university very soon, how do you prepare yourself, Ate, for entering the workplace? Do you have uncertainties as well? I have. Oh my God, I have lots of uncertainties. Because, <laughs> I mean, real world is much scary compared to the usual thing that na you org ka, na student ka at the same time. But, sabi nila, you know, when I, when, I, when I had the chance to interview some org heads then ganyan, na parang, your orgs can really help you then. Sabi nila, for those hoping to go on multinational companies or for those who wanted to work on government sectors, it's really more of preparing 
mga ganong bagay. So, how do I prepare? Siguro, I constantly talk to people that are already working. And I ask tips. Yun yung importante. Kasi it's really best to ask tips for those that are already experiencing that. Yeah, it's nice that, you know, you have industry experts to ask questions that you really want to ask, ate. But, you know, currently, um, in a global perspective, there is a huge unemployment rate. Do you have fears po ba about finding a job? Or at this moment, you already know what you're gonna do po after graduation? I have fears, although I plan to work sana on a company just to know the culture, just to really experience the feelings or how does a company work, parang ganun, ano yung mga system nila. Pero at the back of my mind, parang I still have doubts na, hala, at paano yun pag-graduate namin? There will be a lot of students who are also graduating, there are a lot of students. I mean, the competition is too tight, diba? So, I guess those are the things I'm scared of because sometimes nila, even though you, you can even though you think you can still there were a lot of people better than you diba? yeah I see and I think that's really valid ate we are in a time of uncertainty and doubt and this might just be the perfect time to think about what we really want to do right Ali Yes, definitely, Liam. Now we move forward to another topic that can really motivate us or even widen our perspective. Now, there is a need or like call for action for the brightening of the outlook of students, especially graduating students. Now, Atenika, what do you think would be the possible measures that the government or that the university should implement in order to assure graduates or upcoming graduates that there will be no students left behind. Oh, actually, medyo mahirap siya sagutin, no? Pero, yeah. um, econ-wise, siguro the price of college needs to be lower. Not just in USP, pero with other universities as well. Kasi in economics, we study labor econ. There were a lot of students already who dropped out or who took a leave from school. Kasi their parents got laid off from their job, ganyan. A lot of businesses are forced to stop operating, ganyan. So, siguro, the government needs to take action by providing student assistance program. Yung mga ganong bagay. And I guess that's the most important thing eh. Comparing Philippines to the first world country, I guess, syempre naman, di ba, mas ahead sila. Pero with other countries kasi, once their families or once their parents already got laid off from their jobs because of COVID, automatically the government provides student assistance program or yung mga funds, kanyan. So if other countries can, not just in the first world country, I guess that's really helpful, right? Because instead na mag-quit yung bata, instead na mag-stop yung bata, I guess that's helpful. Because at the end of the day, those students naman na, let's say, mag-drop out dahil lang wala silang funds to study, they can help after they graduate, di ba? I mean, another contribution then to our economy. Yeah, that's right, Ate. And, you know, I'd just like to ask, since you're an econ major, and recently the CHED focuses on making med-related courses go into a face-to-face setting, since you're from AB po, a liberal arts, um, you've been part of the hallowed halls of St. Raymond's building, what's your reaction? Is it also high time for CHED to consider courses, like your course, to be face-to-face as well since, you know, all courses are important, right? 
I guess all courses naman. We all deserve to have physical classes as well. Just have it ng yung physical distancing, yung mga ganun. Or I don't know the ratio right now, pero 50%, right? 50% lang yung allowed or lesser sa mga rooms ganyan. I guess we can have it naman. If other countries can do that, I guess we can all do that then naman. But of course, we have to really follow the protocols. Na dapat vaccinated ka muna, ganyan. We have to follow the protocols na dapat na face mask ka, naka face shield ka, something like that for your protection as well. If every student, um, ganun naman yung ginagawa nila, I guess we can, you know, slowly get back to physical classes. And it's not hard, I guess, kasi, I mean, tamasyans, mabait naman tayong lahat, di ba? We follow protocols. So, di ba? Why not? Right? Now, Atenika, as a Tlamashan, what possible ways can you suggest, like smart and concrete ideas, in order for students to overcome this kind of setup? May tips po ba kayo? Oh, siguro for me, constantly talking to your loved ones, ganyan, to your friends, ganyan. Kasi tumataas yung rate ng people with depression right now, statistics-wise tumataas yung rate ng demotivated people to, to keep going, ganyan. Tumataas yung rate of depression, ganyan. Tumataas yung rate ng mga students who needed psychiatrists or psychologists. For me, it's really healthy or it's really important to connect with people. To connect with your loved ones, ganyan. Kasi it's really important to talk about things, ganyan. Hindi mo tinatago mo lang siya, ganyan. For me, it really helped me to survive the pandemic by talking to my friends, not just to my friends, you know, also watching movies, ganyan. I love that you shared how much, you know, the little things really matter now that we are in a pandemic, you know, being with our family, connecting with our loved ones. So I, I bet our listeners are now taking notes about those, Ate. Thank you so much, Paul. That was such a fruitful talk and I can never compare that answers to anyone else because it's full of wisdom and now to summarize everything we can totally agree that this online setup really challenged us students not only students but also other colleagues of ours that are having a hard time not just because of their internet problems but also because some personal factors and we can definitely say that it is up to us whether we should be adaptive or not or we should just you know be complacent with this kind of setup but then this won't stop us from reaching our goals and pursuing the dreams that we really want. For the listeners out there, you should keep this in mind that this doesn't stop here and we have a lot of options and we can do a lot for ourselves and also to be of greater service to a lot of people. Yeah, I completely agree with you, Ali. And again, I would like to thank our guest, Ati Nika, for raising the discourse. We learned a lot from this meaningful conversation, hopefully our listeners as well. And in the meantime, we could all hope for a better future for our students and fresh graduates. And let us all help in ensuring that indeed, there will be hashtag no graduates left behind. But let's not forget, Atanika, can I just ask one more thing? If you could have that one hashtag for this year, what would it be? Like, for example, hashtag sana sa 2022 blank. Hashtag sa 2022, sana mag-improve yung country natin. And I hope our country, you know, 
provides more leaders that could also lead our country. As for me, if I could just have an addition to that hashtag, sana sa 2022, mas marami tayong options. Kasi, you know, parang other people would think that those students who can have such quality educations are just the privileged ones. But no, we shouldn't just limit ourselves to that and we should promote inclusivity from within. I know. And ako rin, I'd like to give my hashtag, hashtag sana sa 2022, magkakasama na tayo. I know it's so fun to be in the campus with like-minded people, with Tomasians, with our teachers. You know, just being in the four corners of Uste, it's such a different experience. So that is really my wish for all of us. That is right, Liam. Thank you for having such wonderful hashtags, Atanika and Liam. I totally agree and could very much relate to it. Thank you for tuning in. This was Ali and Liam. And watch out for next month's episode as we discuss voter education and the power of youth voters. We've sent emails to our winning listeners from the last episode. For this episode, you already know the drill. Accomplish our post-evaluation form and get the chance to win some GCash. The link to the form can be found on the description. Thank you for tuning in. Be updated with new episodes by following our social media accounts. At USD underscore UNESCO Club for Instagram and Twitter. And USD UNESCO Club on Facebook.